Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help overworked CPAs go down to 40 hours and then 25 hours without giving up revenue. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today, I'm talking about how to get started niching when you feel like you're all over the map so that you can break out of the cycle of being all things to all people and working weekends doing some amount of work that you just can't stand. I've talked about niching most recently on episode 260, The Value of Niching, and in episode 266 on Transformations Without Woo. So go back and listen to those if you haven't heard them already. Briefly, niching deepens expertise, expertise creates value, and value is what leads to revenue. Expertise creates value because expertise enables transformations. And on the totem pole, transformations are at the top of the value totem pole, followed by experiences, then farther down services, then farther down deliverables, then commodities. And the transformations that CPAs can likely enable for their clients on behalf of their clients relate to money, time, stress, and clarity. So if you're thinking, all that sounds great, I'm on board, I want to go on the niche journey, but right now I'm all over the map, I'm everywhere in all directions, how do I start? What's my first step? This is what I have the answer for today. Actually, I have your first five steps. They're very small, they're very simple, they're very doable. So step one is simply to list out all the kinds of work that you have. Take the piggy bank of all the coins, turn it over and dump it out and shake it until everything's out of there. So on a piece of paper or digital paper, whatever you prefer, list out all the things that you are doing for clients. You likely have all kinds of returns, individual, business, corporate, S-Corp, C-Corp, whatever. You probably have some monthly recurring work. You might have some real estate clients. You might have some consulting-ish type work. Maybe you have some crypto in there somewhere. Maybe you have some stock option planning. Maybe you have some audit. Maybe you have project work for some clients who have a mess on their hands that goes back three years and so on. List out all the kinds of work that you have. That's step one. Step two is to identify the work that you can't stand. So with a big red pen, go through your list and circle all the things that you 
don't want to do. And if you never did another day or ounce of it again in your life, that would be fine. Circle all the things you can't stand. It might be inventory, retail, e-commerce. It might be manufacturing. It might be sales tax. It could be payroll. It could be audit. It could be foreign tax. And remember that if you don't like it, you don't like it. And you don't have to justify not liking it to anyone, least of all yourself. So that's step two, identify the work you can't stand. Step three, sounds easy, but might not be easy in real reality. Step three, stop saying yes to work you can't stand. So anything on that list above? The next time your phone rings with a prospect asking you if you'll do this research project of three years of back owed taxes and a mess and you can't stand that stuff, you don't say yes. You say a very polite version of no that might sound something like, thank you so much for thinking of me at the moment I'm not taking on this type of work. Step three, stop saying yes to work you can't stand. Step four is where it gets a little more interesting. Go back to your list of all the kinds of work that you have and pick a couple of things that light you up. The things that you really enjoy, the things that you could do all day without thinking of as work. For CPAs who really like monthly recurring revenue because it smoothens things out and it's predictable, oftentimes it's professional services. And if it is professional services, then go a little deeper inside professional services. Is it the white collar types, the lawyers, the physicians, the engineers? Is it the creative types, the photographers, the web designers? See if you can get one layer deeper inside professional services. If you can't, it's totally fine. Just stick with professional services for now. It's good enough. For some people, it might be real estate. Some CPAs really love real estate. Others cannot stand it. Some people, it's foreign tax. Some people think foreign tax is really interesting. And it's like this puzzle. And other people can't stand foreign tax. It's such a pain in the rear end. Some people love stock options. Other people can't stand it. It's way too volatile. Some people love tax planning. And they want to do only that. And they don't want to do any monthly recurring because they can't stand accounting. Some people love engineers. Most CPAs don't. But there's a rare CPA who loves the engineers. Some CPAs even love the physicians. Other CPAs scowl at the physicians. There's no right or wrong. Just pick two or maybe three that you really enjoy, that feel easy to you. You like the people. You think the work is fun. You think the work is interesting. You like what their businesses are about. So when you have your two or maybe it's three, all you're going to do is pick one. Pick one from the three. And for the next six weeks, go immerse yourself in it. And you can immerse yourself in a few different ways. You can immerse yourself in the books of that niche or that industry or that segment or that specialty. You can immerse yourself in the books. You go to Amazon and you search for the business of fill in the blank or how to succeed in fill in the blank. Or you can listen to their podcasts. You go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you use similar search terms. You go to their publications, you go to Chrome, you go to Firefox, and you Google for their publications, right? So in the accounting space, the publications are Accounting Today, Accounting Web, CPA Practice Advisor, CPA Trendlines, and so on. So you would find the corollary in the industry that you're curious about. And another option is to go to their networking events. 
especially if you're curious about an industry that is local, like maybe trades would be an obvious one, you are likely to find local events and gatherings. I wouldn't recommend going to conferences unless the conference is local, but I wouldn't recommend right now getting on a plane and dropping a few hundred or thousand dollars plus air travel plus hotel to go to a conference just yet. Keep it local for now before investing at the next level. So you pick whatever combination of the above works for you. If getting out and meeting people in the flesh sounds awful, then maybe go the book route. Or if you don't have time to read, but you have a long commute, then go the podcast route. The only right way to do this is the way that works for you. So you start with one, you simply pick one, and you immerse yourself in it for six weeks. And you will know if you hate it. Oftentimes, you will start feeling the resistance pretty quickly. When I work with clients on this process, the resistance starts to appear in just a couple of weeks. You will know if these are not your people. You will know if the topic area is just doesn't really strike your curiosity. You will know if this doesn't feel like the right time. You will know if this doesn't feel like the right life for you to be niching into this industry. You will know if you don't like it. And the challenge here is to give yourself permission to not like it. So go down the road, gather information, and that's how you will know if you are headed in the right direction for you or not. And if you're not, then you just turn around and you come back to the intersection and you look at your other choice, the other one you had highlighted as a viable option and your other potentially third one, and then you pick one of the other ones and you repeat, same process. And more often than not, in fact, almost every single time that I've worked with a CPA, it's on their second shot that they find the niche that they love. And so often they need to go down a trail that ends up not being a trail that they want in order for them to gather enough information to convince themselves to rule out for themselves that option A was not the best option for them. And they go until they gather enough information, perhaps just a little bit beyond even, to gather enough information to be absolutely certain that that's not the right trail for them so that when they come back to the intersection and they choose option B, which was their other option they had highlighted, they go down that path and when it feels really right, they no longer second guess if option A would have been a better trail because they're certain because they went down the trail far enough to convince themselves that it was not a good option for them. So when they go down option B trail, they go down fully confident and no second guessing and no looking back. So that's step four, pick from your list, of two or three things that you're curious about that light you up and immerse yourself in those things but one by one for six weeks until you know. And then step five is to pay attention to what's easy. This is a lot harder than it sounds because when you're good at something, it comes easily. And when something comes easily, you do it automatically and without effort and you think it's obvious and everyone knows it, but no. When it's easy to you, what's obvious to you might not be obvious to everyone. 
and you will know if you're paying attention to what's easy because it's going to feel like cheating or like you're faking it. And you might have the thought, it can't possibly be that simple. There's no way. I know when a client, when a CPA knows a lot about a topic, when they say things like, well, every landscaper is sick of doing $5,000 patio installs, or every farmer is thinking about crop insurance in the fall, or every restaurant owner who wants to add a fourth location is wondering about cash flow requirements above normal operating expenses at the same time that they're fretting about the price of tomatoes. It's so obvious. When we know a lot about a topic, we often fail to see that we know a lot about a topic because it seems so obvious. So pay attention to what's easy. Pay attention to what you think is obvious. So here are those five steps again. Number one, list out the kinds of work that you have. Turn that piggy bank over and empty it out. Then, number two, identify the work that you cannot stand. And number three, stop saying yes to the work that you cannot stand. Number four, pick three things or two that you like most. And of those three or two, pick one and study it for six weeks. And number five, pay attention to what is easy for you. So when you feel like you're all over the map and you're spinning and spinning and you're wondering, I just don't know how to get started. How do I get started? This is how you start your niching journey. This is being right in the intersection and taking your first step to start the niching journey. And as you go on the journey, going on the journey is how you find it. Because the clues that you need are not at the intersection. The clues that you need are on the trail and you pick them up as you come across them. The clues that you are looking for on the trail relate to how you can impact transformations when it comes to time, money, stress, and clarity for your clients. And the only place to get those clues is to take the next single step on the trail. So grab your water bottle and lace up your day hikers. And number one, list out all the kinds of work you have. Number two, identify work you can't stand. Number three, stop saying yes to work you can't stand. Number four, pick three things that you like and then pick one and study it for six weeks and then rinse and repeat. And number five, pay attention to what's easy. When you take these steps, when you head down the trail on your niching journey, you will find yourself deepening expertise creating value more easily with less effort and time, making price increases that seem obvious, doing less work you can't stand, and shedding that work over time at a pace that feels safe to you. And you will transform your client roster from one that feels to you like it's all over the place into a client roster that is full of clients that you love. In the end, When you go down the niching trail, when you go on the niching journey and you focus on working with a certain type of client, it is better for those clients. It is better for your accounting practice. It's better for you and your life on your one trip through space. Have an amazing day. I'll see you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, 
times, pricing, it's all there.